Brees Hall. Um, it's weird. Like, I don't remember having a guy who can go to the distance like that. Really, Curtis wasn't like that. Um, not a lot of guys I played were, were like that. And it, the funny thing is it doesn't look like he's moving very fast. <laughs> and Tiki, Tiki Barber, you know, it's just smooth. But Tiki Barber's like, oh, uh, you know, he's not a 4-4 guy. And this, and I'm, dude, that dude is running more than 4-4. These guys are taking angles. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? This, dude, he's, he's special, man. It's your boy Libertius Coles and his buddy Wayne Crabbe. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. You know, you're so stern before we go on, and then three, two, <laughs> one, and all this big smile comes out. I'm good. You know, happy, happy Victory uh, Tuesday. I know you were away, uh, London. What did you uh, first impressions of the game? Um, a little disappointed. I think they left quite a few points on the field offensively. Um, I was disappointed in how they handled the first half. I don't blame all of that on Zach because uh, situational awareness, uh, I don't think is all uh, based on him, but we'll get to that. But um, I think we're, we're trending in the right direction offensively. I don't think we're trending in the right direction defensively. So we got some things we got to catch up on, and maybe you can point me in the right direction, or maybe I'm looking at things wrong. But I know we can't have people pushing the ball up and down the field on our defense like that early in the game. What you think, man? You know what? We're flip-flopping this year. Uh, usually you defend defense to the death. Uh, you chalk it up as, uh, you know, it's a play here and there. But, yeah, they get gashed. They got gashed. Um, giving up points the first three series, uh, which is interesting with the offense. Um, it's tough because, you know, it's we're giving up all three, you know, three, uh, three pointers. We're getting all field goals, no touchdowns. And on defense, in the red zone, we're number one as far as touchdowns given percentage. So, uh, you know, inside the red zone's tough, but uh, watching them um, for another week turn their back on third and 10, third and 15, third and whatever, and you got a Russell Wilson running down the field like Mahomes did, like all those guys did, it's, I'm a little shocked by it. Uh, I, what do you think? Uh, they need to do. We're going into a, a high-powered offense this week uh, at Philly. Uh, what do you think their game plan should be? Um, oh, one, they need to go back and, and do what I call uh, some self-checking. You know, we used to do kind of self-scouting back in back in the day, yeah. where you go back and take a look at your film and see where your breakdowns are, uh, and see if teams are paying attention to what they're calling uh, offensively and defensively uh, on a consistent basis, so that you can see whether you're. Uh, in your moments of your gotta have it, teams know exactly what you're gonna do or what you're gonna play, and they're just like we're gonna call these deep passes, and when you turn your back, our quarterback is gonna run if he has some mobility. And offensively, if we in a gotta have it situation where we're third and short to third and long, they can kind of predict uh, what the play call is gonna be based on what that uh, offensive coordinator has done in the past. So I think we just need to do some self scouting right now to help ourselves out um, uh, situationally, and I think they can be a little bit better. Yeah, that's for people who don't understand. Uh, generally, the way for the bye week, you know, you watch all your film, self scout. Like, if we are playing against ourselves, what would we run? You know, do we mix up this and that uh, just to co confuse them? Different schemes, uh, different motions, wh whatever it may be. But uh, I mean, with the defense, uh, you know, I always said I'd rather have them out there protecting the lead 
than uh, us out there having to score to, to win. Um, but let me tell you something. It, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, Quincy Williams. He's he's a he's a monster out there, man. I know Qu Quinny gets all the attention, but uh, you know we're going to you know personal performances. But uh, the way he uh, iced that game, um, I don't know, man. It just it just made me happy. It's it's always interesting with the Jets. You know, I thought we had it, and then we drop a punt. And then we, you know, Zach throws the INT, but uh, when, when Quincy got that, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe this is a little different. So tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. And I mean, again, um, Zach is keeping the ball out of harm's way somewhat. Um, he's making some questionable decisions uh, in situational awareness uh, in the football games, which I think is causing a lot of people. I mean, I'm, I've never heard so many Londoners say bad words before in my mouth at a television screen in a public place. But I had to explain to them. I said, it's not all on him. He has to understand that there's, uh, his average plays are 16 seconds. If you're going to stay in bounds, your average football play is going to be 16 seconds from snap to finish to the next snap. I don't think he's getting the right information or the right coaching throughout um, the week uh, on his situational awareness. Once that clock went below 13 seconds and that ball is thrown in bounds and somebody's kept in bounds, he has to understand his few to none the chance he'll get to snap the ball again. He what that didn't come through his helmet evidently. And why would you call a play where you have an individual uh, short of the sticks or the end zone or not near the sideline where he has the ability to throw the ball? So you have to question some of the things that the coaches are putting in front of him for him to make those bad decisions and boneheaded plays that are causing us to cuss at the screen. Well, at least not me, because I knew what was happening. I said the kid ain't getting coached properly and the play wasn't called correctly for him to understand. He's doing exactly what he's told to do based on what I'm looking at, and the kid is just afraid to mess up, so he's doing exactly what he's being coached to do. Yeah, it's funny. I do that at the game. I did at home just sitting here with my family. 16 seconds. <laughs> it gets pounded. It's 16 seconds to run a play, get back on the ball, and spike it. The worst thing is we didn't need that much more yardage. I mean, Greg, the legs out there hitting everything. So, kind of, if you go and take a shot at the goal, uh, the end zone maybe, but, uh, yeah, Zach should know, but the play call uh, is questionable with that. But that leads me to what would be a start here, your grade for coaching uh, across the board uh, Sunday? Coaching? Oh, coaching. I gave him a C. I, and I C minus, actually. I, I bumped it up because I thought about some of the moves they made at halftime to get get stuff going and uh, show up the defense. But I gave him a C minus, C minus originally. But I get I got down C here. But I bumped it up a little bit because, you know, I, I had a little bit a light of heart coming across the pond today from London. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a B minus. And usually when a win comes, I just bump it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Hackett, um, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan, but he committed himself to the running game, uh, and we needed that. And, In the second know, half, second half, yeah. second half. First, but, first um, half. It was different. It was different in the first half, but, you know, Zach, you know, was uh, able to make better reads, you know, quicker decisions. Um, I just like he didn't put him in too many situations. Obviously not getting a field goal off before the – the half uh, looks like defense made adjustments, but uh, when they saw like the you know the pitch counts off on Brees Hall and they needed something and started feeding him, I think that gave Zach some confidence, gave the offensive line some confidence. So yeah, I give a, a B minus. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get back to the offense. I mean, since we own that, 
but defensively, again, I mean, you, you you talked about Quincy and Quentin. I mean, our defense played well, very well in the second half. Um, again, they're giving up more points than I, I would like for them to because they're such a talented defense and we put so many resources uh, on that side of the ball. But, I mean, and I get it. You're in Denver. Russell Wilson. He's a very capable quarterback. But that he hasn't done much against anybody else. And then you have one of the top defenses coming into town. You would think they would be able to keep him. I didn't think they would score after they got 13. I was like, ah, it, game's over. Defense is going to hold them to 13 points. And they end up scoring more points. So that's, that's what had me disappointed because I put a lot of faith in the defense to go right. out and just hold teams and not scoring points at all and definitely not moving the ball against them at a consistent basis. Yeah, uh, it's it just like you said, Quincy and, and Quinnen, um, everything they're doing, um, you know, Sauce is, is doing what he needs to do. But I'm watching, like I said, I'm watching the game, and it's like uh, Russell Wilson, 20 or 20-whatever 20 yard uh, you know, scramble is his longest in the last, like, 150 games. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, and he's like, is that 150 games? I'm like, yeah, this is the stuff that people are doing to the defense that they said they would be the 85 Bears or, uh, you know, the the, the Ravens. And uh, they have shown nothing like that. Um, and they've been pretty pretty healthy. So uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised, but it does not get any easier this week. Obviously, they need DJ Reed back, but uh, they're making the plays when they need to. But uh, they're, they're not making it easy on themselves with the penalties and, you know, busted coverages and stuff. Well, they look like the 85 Bears on Madden with my six-year-old daughter controlling them. That's about what they're doing. They ain't looking like the 85 Bears right now. <laughs> People are going up and down the field on them right yeah. now. So maybe they, they'll get some traction as the season goes on. They getting it. They got a victory. Um, they ended up getting a safety for us to help us out. Again, they're, they're doing their thing when it comes. They have teams backed up. So I give them kudos for that. But they're supposed to be the tone setters for this team. And right now they're not setting the tone. So again, I'm not disappointed in them. I'm just my the the, the bar we've set for them, and at least I have, is so yeah. high that when anybody do anything against that defense, I'm just disappointed, and I'm sucking my teeth the whole game. <laughs> and I ain't gonna bring up no food analogy. I'm just uh, I'm just gonna say I'll be sucking my teeth trying to get the food out my teeth. <laughs> At the TV, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. I'm just surprised. When they make a big play or this, I'm like, I'm just really surprised, you know. The third down, the, you know, not getting off the field. We can't get a first down. But, uh, yeah, I'm really, really surprised by it. Um, going to the offense, uh, like you said, I thought the play kick along was better. Uh, Zach was more decisive. Um, Brees Hall, um, it, it's weird. Like, I don't remember having a guy who can go to the distance like that. Really, Curtis wasn't like that. Um, not a lot of guys I played were, were like that. And the funny thing is, it doesn't look like he's moving very fast. And Tiki, Bar Tiki Barber, you know, it's just smooth. But Tiki Barber's like, uh, you know, he's not a four-four guy. And this, and I'm, dude, that dude is running more four-four. These guys are taking angles. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? This dude, he's he's special, man. Whatever he is, he has everybody else going in reverse. Unless he's throwing yeah. down some skittles behind him and they picking him up <laughs> on the way down the field, throwing them in their mouth to make them slow down or something. That's about yeah. all I can figure out happening because he's pulling away from the crowd. So that and he's powerful. He's getting running through tackles. He's one plant getting north and south. Uh, I'm paying people no attention. The, the boy is a baller. That's what he is. He, now he is a grown man out there amongst boys. That's exactly what he's doing. 
he's taking their candy and he's eating. It's Halloween for him, literally. So keep giving them Starburst and them Skittles, uh, Breeze, because we, we love him. So offensively, I gave them a C, but then I separated Breeze and I gave Breeze an A. So that is what it is. I ain't want Breeze to be grouped up in that. So you hear me, Breeze? You, you got an A plus, my brother. That offense got a C. Everybody else got a C. So you just so you understand how that worked out. <laughs> Like the same, I'm the same thing. I bumped it up. Uh, B minus because of Zach. And it was funny towards the end. I'm like, you know what? They showed the stats. I'm like, no turnovers. I'm like, that's big. Fumble. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, trying to stay calm. I'm like, all right, you know, he's going to be all right. But just the play calling and the schemes, you know, now we're bunch, bunch packages and stuff like that. Uh, Conklin. Dude, he's rumbling, man. Like, they couldn't bring him down. Great third down plays. Garrett makes his plays with a great throw by Zach. But uh, I tell you what, man, Gibson, this kid Gibson, he didn't get the ball, but he ran about 10 miles going in motion. They got to put, like, a step counter on, on him because he just in motion okay. every time, and that helped. Zach, like, they're running with him. All right, we got man. You know, they're bumping down. We got zone. And I think just that little – bit of motion that we haven't had a bunch package really clear things up for Zach. So, uh, yeah, I gave it B minus. Uh, we said this last week, if Zach could play like that, um, eliminate the, um, the fumble, the, the pick is tough. I mean, certainly made a great play, uh, yeah. which makes me laugh. Cause I was thinking, uh, you know, how old we are. We played against his dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Sam Madison and, uh, you know, Anton Winfield and stuff like that. But uh, I just remember us working those two dudes, uh, Sertain and Madison. I hope they hear this. But, uh, yeah, he's a good corner, made a great play. Uh, so being mistake-free leads me to uh, give him a better grade. And I, and I agree with you on that. And I, and I think a lot of it is because he's trying to keep uh, Wilson happy. And so he has he predetermines a lot of times where he's going to go with the ball. And he missed uh, – him on a couple of chances he had at him because he was like, all right, I've tried it a couple of times. I'm not going back. So I think they have to work with him a little bit after watching the game to see um, situational awareness, where Garrett is, uh, who's guarding Garrett. Because when they put him in the slot a couple of times, he had um, a linebacker on him or a, a nickel. Uh, he ended up winning early on a couple of them that he missed, but he had predetermined where he was going with the football. So when I was watching the game, I, I just paid attention to certain things like that. And he has to kind of come out of that habit of okay I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Garrett 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 and then okay yeah. I tried it I can't go there and then this time he's open so you have to pick be able to read the coverages and make better decisions because I think Garrett had only I think he had seven targets this game he had 14 targets last game and I think yeah. he only had three or four receptions uh for a, a little bit of yards and so you have to get him in better situations so that he could use his skills and run with the ball after the catch and make plays I mean the plays he made was amazing he was just being Garrett Wilson but now we just have to figure out how to get Zach to read the situation that Garrett is in and then be able to get him the ball so that he could do more. Because I'm that's, he's a he's a explosion waiting to happen, just like Bree. So if they find a way to get him the ball in the right situation in the open field, he's going to make it happen. So I'm not concerned about him. I just want Zach to figure out how to get him the ball better. And it'll be good. Yeah, well, it's a work in progress. But uh, when you can get the middle of the field – uh, tight ends, Conklin, and, 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 and those plays it certainly opens up things outside. Um, I didn't play outside receiver. Sometimes that was yours. You could do all that. I'll stay in the, in the middle where the danger is. You could stay out there and have your fun. Um, 
But uh, yeah, they moved Garrett around. Mismatches. Yeah, mismatches. Got a question. Got a question. So our offensive line is starting to do a little bit better. The ball is coming out quicker. We're having some injuries at that offensive line position. How do you think this offensive line is going to fare against this defensive line we got coming into town this week? That is no joke, and they're just like our defensive line. They stay fresh. They keep big bodies in, and they're coming. So it's going to be a huge test, and I just want to see what do you think we should do or is there anything we can do to try to get better for this week against this team coming in? Because our offensive line is in shambles. Everybody's beat up. I mean, I kept looking at the game, and Makai Beckman was on the sideline quite a few times. Vera Tucker, I believe he's out for the season, a torn Achilles. Uh, So you had a couple bodies in and out of the game. And I'm starting to think maybe a few of them are going to be beat up for this week's game. So I want to know what you think. Yeah. I mean, initially, you know, uh, the worst thing is, I mean, statistically, you can see it. The amount of pressure um, has decreased in the last couple of weeks. You know, their uh, positive locking, you know, this folk, PFF focus, you know, statistics. So they have been playing better. Um, and then for Vera Tucker to go down again, uh, you know, Achilles again. Um, I know Dwayne Brown's coming back, but he's a late thirties. Um, they're going to have to move people around. I know Max Mitchell came in and did a good job, but it's, I don't know. I mean, we, I mean, we're in a situation where we have money if we need in draft capital, but if, if they plan on making a run and those guys aren't coming back, they, they need to go out and trade for someone, uh, and bring in some depth too. So uh, I'm nervous. And what's his name? Jalen Carter, the kid from the rookie from Philly. Yeah, yeah. Big boy yeah. up front. Yeah, they got some big boys. So uh, my feeling is they definitely need to get on the Davis horn and bring some four out of Georgia. So they got a whole lot of Georgia Bulldogs coming into the building. So I was just puzzled to see how how they're going to attack that. Because like I said, the ball's been coming out quick. Um, and like I said, the defense know it. So that's why you know they've been getting challenged on the outside quite a bit, especially Garrett. They're like, look, the ball got to come out. So they're sitting on everything he does now. Uh, and that's what time and film study teams are going to do that. And as the season goes on, teams are going to start really, really uh, rearing their head and sinking in at the sticks and sitting down on a lot of stuff. So hopefully we can get some guys that can come in and, and not only build the run game up to be able to give them some play action and bootleg stuff to get the ball down the field mm-hmm. to loosen those coverages up for the wide receivers because we're really talented. We just got to figure out a way to loosen those coverages up to get them guys the ball. Um, down the field, but again, I gave like I said, I gave offensive C minus because of that, and so we can get on the coaching. I mean, I, I be I be honest with you, I kept it C across the board. It was an average game to me because they left so much on the field, and yeah. I know our coach could do a better job of preparing these guys to get ready for uh, such a critical game up at Mile High, especially after we had them had uh, Sean Payton talk noise about Hackett prior to. So them guys should have been motivated to come out and beat them by thirty. And not even having yeah. me sweat for the last four minutes of the game. Had my deodorant running down my arm. So nervous over there until he made that sack. What you think, buddy? We are back with our MyBookie uh, pick of the week. Uh, this week we are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. And the pick for this week is over under one and a half Jalen Hurts touchdown passes. Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, if it was touchdown and running uh, touchdowns, I would say definitely. But, uh, you know, they got two good receivers, so there's a good chance this can go over. What do you think, LC? I say it's going to go under because I think I've heard something where they get down into the red zone and they like to run the ball quite a bit with that good running back they have. So I say it go, goes under. 
uh, this week. That's my pick. And this season has my bookie, a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 33rd on a deposit of $50 or more. And you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Bet your deposit amount once and you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, that's promo code 33rd to claim your cash deposit bonus. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. Same thing, I'm sitting here. And I'm like, all right, we get this. We'll have a lead. We get a field goal, you know, and then we get the pick, no points. And I'm like, why? Why? Why is this happening? Just, we, when was the last time we had a game where it was just like, cool, you know, we're going to pat our stats a little bit, you know, let the defense ends, just pin your ears back and come. We got a lead. Uh, but it's always interesting. Um, that's how it's always going to be, Jeff Fins. That's how it was since I was five years old. Rooting for the team 35 years now. People are like, oh, this is, I promise you. I've been going it through through with you the whole time. And uh, and then I did it for 11 years. And I still couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't make it any better. And I had a, a part in it, uh, you know, the first two years of shit show. But um, this, this is a better team than those teams. But, uh, yeah, we need to secure the offensive line. We keep saying the defense is going to go back to what they were last year. Uh, hopefully this was a start, some turnovers, but, um, yeah, two and three, um, this is crazy. If we would have got that Packers, uh, Patriots game, Chiefs is, you know, Chiefs, a lot of stuff had to still happen and, uh, we'd be three and two going into a game like this, maybe going 500 into the bye. Um, that game is costly, but, uh, if by chance we get a win this week and go to the bye 500, just hope to be playing meaningful football in uh, in December, you know, and hopefully January. And again, that's the key. I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, this game this week. I'm going to come up and visit you because I want to see eyes on you. So I'm going to be up in the green room watching the game uh, right there with you once you're done with all your, your obligations uh, stuff you had to do. I said, I'm coming up and watch the game with my buddy. So I'll be up there. Uh, I'm going to come in town on Saturday. But I just want them to have put together a, a, a total game. I'm to my offense, defense, special teams, have a great game plan because I think if they can get that feeling, uh, especially against a top team like this, I think a lot of people have had the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl after they made that uh, draft pick of Jalen Carter uh, early in the draft because they were already so loaded. And they've been winning football games. It's been some close games. So this ain't a game that I don't think isn't winnable. But if we could put together a solid game plan and beat this team and get the guys the confidence to know that they can compete with a team that everyone has picked for the Super Bowl, I think it'll bowl well for the rest of the season. I think this is our make-or-break game. A lot of people are going to say it's not, but in my opinion it is because when you're going up against somebody that played in the Super Bowl a year prior and people picked them, it builds a lot of confidence if you can get your rocks off against them. I'm trying to tell you, but it, I, I mean, especially with Zach. I mean, Zach, Zach already able to go get gas now, so I know he like, man, if I, I can come out the house and maybe I get some free lunch around the city if I can go beat Philly somehow, I pull this thing off. What you think, buddy? <laughs> See, yeah, he took off the headband too. He's two and zero without the uh, whatever it is without the. He played two good games without the without the headband, headband. but and down. Whatever I know, you know I don't know, man. It's whatever your thing is, do your thing. That's fine. But uh, yeah, just looking at the schedule, you know, you don't. It's game six, make or break. You know, she's not gonna fall apart. You get this one though, 
you look at the NFC, you know, you're looking at the Niners who are in the league of the you got the Eagles here, um, you know, Dallas, there's some good teams, but in the ASC, it's pretty wide open. You know, KC's not, you know, uh, you, you can beat them, we beat Buffalo, Miami, I don't know what they're doing out there. They got a track team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you go in 3-3. I mean, uh, hopefully this time next week or we're, we're Sunday night we're, we're celebrating somewhere. But, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a big make or break game. Yeah, I think so. I, 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 and for me, it's the confidence booster that I think it will give the guys, too, especially the O-line, knowing they've just went against this talented group of guys uh, coming in. And then being able to protect Zach, Zach being able to get the ball off, Brees being able to rush. Now I'm gonna tell you this: it's gonna be eight in the box after that performance he had last week. So Zach is gonna have to beat teams. I'm just letting everybody know that now. So just go on, sit on the couch, and don't don't grab nothing that you want to throw at your TV because we don't want you going out buying new TVs. It's gonna be a nail biter because they're gonna they're not gonna let Brees Hall get loose on. Like you know what? He ain't gonna beat us. We are gonna make Zach beat us. And so get prepared for that type of scenario. And if he can get his confidence up early and get the ball out quick and get that rhythm going, let me tell you, Zach, you're going to be a hero. You're going you're gonna to be that guy in New York. After that, you're going to be meeting people at Tower in Manhattan, having a nice little bowl of soup. I'm talking about some miso soup, that good stuff. I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you, get you some nourishment in your body. You ain't got to hide at the house no more. Go win this one. I told him uh... – you know, uh, being on the road, I said that last week helps, you know, with yeah. that first, second, three and out, and, and, you know, in the home stadium. But uh, I just don't want to be in the green room or on the wherever we are and that first bad play. And we just go, we just start looking at each other like, is this, you know, so I think he's passed a little bit. Uh, you know, everybody know we laugh, our, we laugh our asses off when we watch games together. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Um, you know, and, uh, hopefully, like I said, we're celebrating a win, but, uh, if we do get a win Sunday night, me and you are doing like a live feed with the fans out in the parking lot and celebrating so, with everybody. And I will be remiss not to give our fans over in UK a shout out. Such a great time. Uh, the flag football game I got to witness with the girls, uh, from UK, the jet sponsor team over there. Uh, which they, they ended up, it was one of the most memorable things I've been a part of. They actually got rings. So they gave the girls rings. Um, you know, we celebrated them. Then they had to play Germany for the first international game and a flag football game. They ended up winning 12 to 6. So it was a nail by the entire 48 minutes they played. And I'm just thankful I got a chance to experience that. I can't wait till you can come over with me so we can go over and go to the watch party. I was there, and we broke the curse. So they were like, Elsie, you got to come to every watch party game. Every watch party they've had, they've lost the game. So All we right. broke the curse of the guys <laughs> losing over there in the U.K., every watch party game. So I was excited about that. They was excited about it. Um, look forward to seeing them again uh, sometime soon. Shout out to the Jets and Mr. Johnson for doing what he's doing over there in the U.K. And, man, it's a great time when we get over that pond, man. I love you, brother, and I'll see you soon. Love you, buddy.